Ladies, gentlemen, and all sports fans of Calgary, welcome to your morning show. Sports, life, food, and everything else. This train rarely comes off the rails. We've got big guests, the best insiders, and all the breaking news you need. Boomer in the Morning starts now. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. I was drunk. I'm a moron. I was high as a kite. I passed out. I did poop myself. I am white trash. I'm an idiot. I, I'm not smart. I, 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 I don't know things. Boomer, what does RJ Broadhead order from McDonald's? I'll get the Big Mac combo, Diet Coke, a large fry. Sorry, how do you take your coffee? I'll take it black. Here's um, my question. Is this blowing up in the face of Boston pizza? Well, I mean, like with people eating too much? Because there's... <laughs> what, I, what, what I'm thinking is their thought process is probably normal people. We'll come in and order one appetizer. Oh, you got groups. Maybe they're trying so, to get groups. Would you know. shut up? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> just shut up. Morning. God almighty. It's just impossible to talk when you're in the room. All right, let's go. What were you saying? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Wheels up. Oh, boy. We are ready to go on uh, <laughs> Thursday that feels like a Friday. It's the end of June. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! Oh, I'm, uh, uh, it's uh, it's Boomer in the morning, and we are brought to you by, uh, of course, uh, there it is, Sundry Golf Club. Each hole tailor-made, unique characteristics offering a challenge to any golfer. Check out the stay-and-play packages starting at $189 per person, double occupancy. Uh, SundryGolf.com. And yes, a big thanks to Sundry Golf for being a part of this thing uh, for for a few years. Uh, Totem Golf Group really do appreciate you. Matty Rose in for Ryan Pinder. It's a good thing, right? Because uh, you just never know if I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> you just might get, get it. Get out! Get out! God, tell us what you're bad. Do you about. realize how you do it all the like? Do you realize you do it? I'm sorry. So I'm is that what help. it is? I'm you're not. Help. You're not helping. Okay. You're interrupting I'm all the, the bleeping time. God. Do you not hear, like, when people are talking? Is, do you do this all the time? We can have this chat if you want. Like, do you do, like, is it just a natural thing? How long have we been doing this? I'm sorry. Do you listen to other people? I do. Or is it just what's in your head? You gotta get it out. I'm sorry. I'm trying to help. I'm sorry. I'll leave you some space oh. here, okay? Well, now I need you to talk because I'm mad and I got nothing to say. <laughs> Remember I was saying yesterday that I felt bad? <laughs> was that the one? Uh, yeah, yeah. That was the one? Uh, so yeah, 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 yeah. You could tell he actually felt sorry there. <sighs> Poor Pin. Well, because he was. He was just, he would try so hard. Just but he out. can't, you know, he can't help himself sometimes. It's been one of those things, if you're one of the newcomers to the show, that you've come to appreciate that... Uh, there's there's lots of airtime, but yet we step on each other and we get in each other's way, and it's uh, it's janky and it's unprofessional, and uh, we love it. And it comes to a close today. Um, we uh, we're gonna do some stuff today. I kind of forgot. You know what? Here's the thing. Mm. I got lost. Just there's so much time. I did some uh, some prep for it yesterday, the day before. I wasn't gonna do anything, and I said this before. I was just gonna come in today. I didn't want to mention anything, and we just say goodbye at. 850 or whatever it would be and, and head off. Uh convinced to not do that, to maybe have some days to uh and the show means stuff to people, and I'm blown away by it. 
And I talked to our boss yesterday. He's like, I don't know what you were thinking. Why would you think that that uh, people wouldn't want to be a part of what's going on? So I'm appreciative of that. I'm happy to have uh, have everybody along if you're on the downloads or the live, you're doing whatever today. Uh, I've read every message. I've seen every text, every email, all of it. And it means uh, it means a lot. And I'm going to try and keep my bleep together today. And by doing that, we're going to be as stupid as possible. Yeah! 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 That's what we're going to do. Go! We're going to be a bunch of idiots and be stupid. Um, guess We have a couple guests on the show today. What did I say? Again, as I'm scrambling around this, I've, <laughs> I've never been more prepared, yet more ill-prepared for a show maybe ever. Oh. Um, we're going to call this one hmm? 740. Oh, Give or take? Yeah. Are we doing Because, okay, we got... Br- <laughs> I'm literally writing it down. Stephen Brunt at seven. Uh-huh. Special guest, not the... Stephen isn't special, but special Steven's guest... very special. ...at uh, 7.40. Uh-huh. Eight o'clock, special guest. <gasps> Two of them back to back. And then, uh, I'm, that's eight, so like 8.30 to the top of the hour, we'll do what you want to talk about. And uh, and then we'll call it a day. How about that, Maddie Boy? Does that sound yeah, good? Yeah, deal for me. Pinder Works Report for me. Will uh, will be at its usual spot as well. So I uh, uh, I don't even really know what to do. Yeah, I don't know if I should laugh or I should cry. Frankly, there's no crying. Yeah, no, there's no crying at all. Mm. Um, man, it's uh, I've spent the better part of the week going through stuff. <laughs> And there's just been some dumb stuff. And I, I guess it, it's kind of hit home why <laughs> why people, we've done so much dumb stuff and, and people remember all of it. I, I remember it because it was years ago and you'll see it. There'll be, there'll, it'll be a kind of a learning thing for you today because you're going to hear stuff that you've never heard before. Oh, yeah. And it's, remember the other day I was saying like my kid will get a life reference and think it's from Family Guy. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it was Family Guy taking it from something else. Like yeah. Conway Twitty was Conway Twitty before they put it in the Family Guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- you'll hear some clips today that you'll be, oh, wow. Okay, so that's what that's from. Yeah. We're all going to we're gonna learn together. The show started, I don't know, it was, because it's all kind of a blur. I moved here from Edmonton in 07. Okay. And uh, started in afternoons with Kerr. Kerboom. It was, it, yeah, it was, it was Kerboom. Did that for a while and was loving it. It was, it was a great fit. I was so happy to come here and because it was not a good fit. I wasn't a good fit for them. They weren't a good fit for me in Edmonton. It was, it was much more kind of serious. Don't, we, don't worry about having opinions. We don't care mm. what your opinions are. Just kind of present the facts and go from there. Now, not that my opinions were. A hill of anything. A hill of beans? Is that what they say? But anyway, I... No, but anyways. So I was... It, I I lived in Red Deer prior to that, and I used to live to the listen to the fan all the time. It's like, man, I love that. They just go on, and they talk, and they laugh, and they have fun. That would be great. And that wasn't what the job was there. And I was, I was not prepared for what they needed. So when the job came open to do afternoons with Kerr, I was, I was on, I was on the road to being fired mm. up there for sure. Cause I was already, I was doing, I was hired to do the kind of pregame intermissions and postgame and be the beat reporter for the Oilers. And 
at that point, I'd already been taken off the call-in show afterwards, I believe, because because <laughs> uh, I was, I guess, being too opinionated for the uh, for the post game, and I had done some things that, unbeknownst to me, you just it, it just didn't work. So, and again, I I and I kind of held a grudge for a long time. But it, you get older and you move on, and and then came here, and it's cliche, but it's just like this. This is great. I just remember the first, I met Kirsch, Kelly Kirsch. I'd been in contact with him. And we met at the A&W Red Deer Gasoline Alley. Uh, yeah, we'll meet. Uh, uh, it'll be good. I, I bought a new car. It'll give me a chance to put some kilometers on it. Yeah. So we did that. I met him there. The A&W. Yeah. So we, uh, we sat him. Do you want to have some onion? It's a lot of sodium in the uh, onion rings, so I'll pass. Yeah. Sat down, talked about the gig. I By this time, I knew the fan inside and out because mm. I was a fan of the station, uh, of, of the shows. I knew everything that was that was happening. And we talked, and I thought it went well, and I I went my way. He went his. I'm driving back to Edmonton with my wife. She's like, how'd it go? I I think it went well, and I think it was that next week. I get a phone call from Kirsch and get off the phone. And my wife says, so, so did you get the job? I said, I, I think so. <laughs> but in, in true Kirsch fashion, uh, yeah. So, uh, so, yeah. So what's, uh, what's your situation up there? Yeah. Like, is it, uh, do you have to give them what kind of notice? Yeah. Cause uh, there's training. Ca- okay. So, uh. Well, I'll talk to HR, and I guess yeah. I'll see, uh, maybe expect something. I don't know if it'll be an email, or or maybe it'll be, uh, so yeah, I'll be in time. Eh. Mm-hmm. So literally, I got off the phone, and she's, did you get, I, I, I don't know. I th- <laughs> I think I got, so I, I and I wasn't going to be calling back to say, did I get the job, yeah, the, what, the conversation we just had? What did I learn there? So I literally... <laughs> Kept going to the mailbox every day and checking my email, like, refresh, refresh, refresh for days to see if I got the gig. And eventually the email came through, got the gig, gave notice, and and came to Calgary. I had friends, I had many friends that lived here. It was always a goal of mine to kind of to work here. I love the city. Right from the time I was growing up in uh, Roblin, my small town, buddies in grad year, after grade 12, they were moving to Alberta, moving to Calgary. It's like, oh, that'd be the best. Mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to, wanted to live here forever. So finally, after stops in Thunder Bay and then Brandon and then Red Deer and then Edmonton, finally get to Calgary. And it just felt, I felt like when I got to Edmonton, it was the NHL gig that I always wanted. I figured, here we go. I've arrived. This is dream gig. Sat at home. Me and my dad, we'd watch hockey games. And I used, he was a, he was an Oiler fan and, We'd watch, and in those days, it was the mid-80s, so it was the Oilers all the time. And I just remember walking into Northlands Coliseum, looking up at the banners and being like, I didn't even know this was a real place. It's kind of like when the, the old guy in Rudy walks out onto the field at Notre Dame and looks down, it's like, this is the most beautiful thing. I was, I was almost overcome with emotion. It was unbelievable. And then things didn't really work out, so I was more on guard coming in here. But it felt immediately, I walked into the dome, I already knew some of the people here, but one of the first people I ran into, because it was, I, I think I even went to the dome first that day, Peter Hanlon, Sean Kelso with the Flames, hey Matt, welcome to town, it, 
so welcoming. Here, you know, we'll get you set up with a pass. We're going to get all this done. It's going to be great. And then, because you know everybody, there's Roger Millions, mm-hmm. Jermaine Franklin, yep. Grant Pollock, Randy Sportak, Scott Crickshank, George Johnson, and, and, and others. And I don't mean to exclude excluded Glenn Campbell, all of them. And they all were, hey, good to have, welcome, good to see. Everybody was so great and so, like, overly nice. I, I was like, this, this is good. This is going to be better. This is going to work this time. And went and sat into the, went into the lower bowl where we watched practice to do morning skate. And at that point, it was the season hadn't started yet. It was practice. But there was just something, I don't know if it was the color red or just the feel, everything just felt warmer. Mm-hmm. And it felt right. And I was just like, don't, don't blow this one. Because <laughs> you got another start. You didn't get fired. You, you kind of, this is the station where you think you can fit. It's the city where you wanted to be. Make it work. And, and it was great. And like, any to- like anything like me with Pinder, you know, takes a little time. So I had to warm Kerr up a little bit. Because I think he was kind of his show, right? Kind of here comes in comes the new guy. Don't know him. I didn't know Rob. Mm-hmm. Knew of him, but he didn't know me. I didn't really know him. And it took a little while. And I I tell the story that I was just so excited to be here. And it took a few weeks. And the one day I came into the hot stove lounge, and he was always there. He got there before just about anybody. And I walked in, and I I think I was whistling. I had a. a coffee and I brought him a tea and sat down he just kind of looked at me he's like how are you so bloody happy all the time like what is the story with you what's the deal I said dude look around it's a game day and at that point it was it's a game day it's the regular season we're getting paid to talk about hockey we're gonna go to an NHL game tonight and get paid to be there dude it doesn't get better than this and I don't know if that kind of changed his view of me or or just us together or maybe it, it kind of hit him for a little bit it's, it is pretty good this is pretty good and then and then the show with with he and I it, it really kind of took off and we had laughs and we traveled we went to drafts and it was awesome and I always kind of lose because then I I left first he went to do play-by-play like he had already started. They were doing Flames play. Remember, they were doing pay per view, and you may not remember they were doing pay per view at that time. I don't remember. We weren't doing a lot of pay per view games in the old Rosenberg house because it's weird because we didn't have at that time. Not all the games were on TV. There was a handful, maybe a year, two or three. Saturday nights, eight o'clock was basically that the was staple, it. and that was it. Because there was midweek games that wouldn't be on Sportsnet, and the Flames decided to we'll we'll go and we'll do them. And we'll charge, and we'll see it kind of a trial balloon, throw it out there. And I don't know if it actually worked, but they did it for a year or two. Kerr was doing that, and then Sportsnet made a change, and Kerr became the the full-time guy on television. But by that point, I had moved to mornings. And and I'll talk more about it later in the show. But went to to mornings, and it was was a big change because you you get up. I went from afternoons – Kerr is so good. He is just a legend. And I th- if people remember, he so much energy. It was just like you, you open up the gate 
and let let the horse run. And he would just go. And all I needed to do was just kind of hang on. I'm just going to grab the reins or whatever, the wagon. I'm along for the ride. I'll go wherever and just try and match that energy and be prepared and have, have your notes, do the homework and be ready because he's done the homework and he knows his, his stuff. And so that was that. Then you go and take over a show that everybody loved. Mike Richards did unbelievable things. And I loved that show like everybody else. And the bits and the Michelle Wee and just everything that he did. The Mika Kiprasovs, all of that stuff. And I was a fan coming in and I was in awe of him. I remember when I, when I first started, I would just come into the studio in the morning and he'd kind of give a sideways glance like, what, what are you doing in here? Why are you here? And I shouldn't have been in there. I didn't ask to come in. I just wanted to be in that environment. I just wanted to see the master at work because he was, he was brilliant. And then it happened very quickly. Mike left to get uh, to, to Toronto, which was home for him. It was an awesome move for him. And it happened fast. And I think that was, it was, a, he did the show on a Wednesday. And I think Thursday, Andrew Walker, who had come in, who I knew and we'll talk about, I got a call from him later that day. Uh, yeah, Mike, Mike didn't come in today. I think he, I think he got that job. And the thing with Mike is he had, he had great stories. Boys, be ready. Because I'm opening a radio station in Okotoks, and we're all going to be millionaires. <laughs> Boys, I got buddies, and uh, you know, we're going to start our own station. We're all moving to Toronto. We're all, he had great <laughs> grand plans all the time, and you just never knew. But the one day is, I think, I think he's got that job he was talking about. He's not here. Later that day, uh, yeah. So i going to need you to, to jump in with walks uh, tomorrow in the morning. Yeah. So that, and then that was a Thursday. Got up Friday morning. Did the show. People were furious. <laughs> Where's Mike? <laughs> phones are ringing. We just don't answer the phones. Just don't. Please don't answer. And then you get into the next week or two, and it, it became clear that Mike was gone and that the show was up for grabs or was open. And at the very least, I was going to be doing it for a short, for a short term because Kerr would, would do afternoons and we could fill that. And then walks and I would do the mornings. And I remember sitting there with walks being like, what are we, what are we doing? How are we going to do this? He and I worked together in Red Deer. So we knew each other from there. So we were, we were friends before we were coworkers in, in that setting. It's like, how do we, how do we do this? We are replacing a legend. The, the market, the city, the prob, everybody loves this show. We can't do that. I don't do impression. How are we, what are we going to do? And I, and, and I just said, you know what? We, we just need to do a sports show for a while. We just need to, don't try and mimic it because you can't. Mm -hmm. We need to pivot and go in another direction. And we just started doing sports. And I think there were maybe some people were okay with that. At the very least, it wasn't it wasn't funny or entertaining necessarily. It wasn't what it was. But at the, at its core, at least it was a sports show. Mm -hmm. At least they could tune in and hear who, how was the Flames game last night? They're going to tell us about the game, and and that was fine. And it took a long time, and I I struggled with it even after I eventually was was named the replacement. How do you how do you do it? Bring back Mike. You suck that whole thing. 
Plus, you don't know if you can do it. I had, I had never really done mornings. It was the highest profile spot easily that I'd ever worked. So I was scared. I was nervous. I didn't think I could do it, which, which is not good. When, when you're being told you can't do it and you honestly think you can't do it, mm-hmm. not great. No. Nope. Not a great combo. No, a bad cocktail. So we just kept going. And, man, it was for walks, he was so important because the chemistry we had as buddies we brought to the air and we knew each other's senses of humor and we could play off of each other. And it didn't take long before we loosened up a little bit. We felt confident that we knew our hockey. We could watch the game. Well, that was a bad play and he played well and he didn't play well and they deserved to win or they didn't. And we could kind of make all of that. And then it just kind of got to a point where we could fart around a little bit Mm. and people started to kind of be okay with it. And it was less about, you know, where's the old show? Yeah. And yeah, I don't I don't mind the new show. The new show is okay. And and then Warner came in. Ooh. And that was again, I don't know the dates. I mean, it's my my bad. But we were doing the show and they were starting to cycle through on Sportsnet television. They were starting to cycle through local other other media. Roger Millions was doing the, the, the hosting and the intermissions at that point. And every intermission, which kind of they do now, but you watch in Vancouver where it's uh, Ian McIntyre, they would bring media. Sure. And some guys stuck around, like these specters and that, and others, uh, like me, didn't stick around. Either way, <laughs> doing one of the intermissions, and we're underneath, and it was not a great game, if I recall, it, at least through the first or second period. And Warner who had recently retired, had to stop playing, whatever you want to call it. He was also there. So it was Roger, myself, and Rhett. And I knew Rhett a little bit. I I was working while he was still a player. And he was one of those guys you could go and talk to in the room and not get, oh, we got to play him one game at a time and, uh, you know, bring our A game and uh, that sort of thing. Hooks in deep. Yeah. And he was, uh, you know, he could be... uh, you could be a little hard to deal with if he didn't suffer fools well or dumb questions very well. And we've talked about that over the years. But I at least had a little bit of something there. I think he knew that I wasn't a complete idiot. Mm. I knew that he had, there was something there. All right, we can make this work. And sat down that day. And I think Kiprasov had allowed two or three. And Roger kind of says, so what, where do we want to go? What do you guys, because that was the thing. You pick one thing, we'll pick another. We'll get the video to kind of match the conversation, and then we'll do it. And Rhett said, can I talk about how how bleep Kiprasov was? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, we, we'd better not do that. <laughs> oh, well, can I talk about how, how drunk he got when we were in this town? <laughs> no, 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 Rhett, we can't do that either. And I literally said to him, I said, you know, you know where you can. <laughs> You come in on the show tomorrow, and and let we'll talk about it all day. And I, and he was kind of looking for something. His career was over. Mm-hmm. I don't. We've talked about it. You struggle when you see players when they come to the end, and especially and he's one of many when it ends before you're ready, when you can't go out on your own terms. So I don't know what it was. It just kind of clicked. He's like, well, are you serious? Like, yeah, I I would come in. I'm like, are you serious? Because I would absolutely. <laughs> Like, come on in. Please. And he did. And it was instant. I remember sitting there that day, 
in the old studios, which you were never in, which is amazing. Really? I started about a month after we moved here. Man, the old studio in the Northeast, and we used to joke about it all the time, what a dump it was. The building itself wasn't a dump. The control room was an absolute, like, dumpster fire. Smaller than this one we got. It. Were you in it? I was in there once. I yeah. sat in with Mike Richards for a show. Once. Like, was not a studio. What I think mm. what it was... <laughs> Because the F, even the FM stations didn't have nice rooms. It was it was a little studio where you'd go and voice commercials. It had windows, but the windows were just into other rooms. Mm-hmm. Yep. Be, so there was no rhyme or reason to it. So we had you sit on high top chairs, and it was a high top kind of a thing where you'd either stand or sit. And the three of us would sit shoulder to shoulder to shoulder, which was not great because you'd have to kind of lean in front of the other guy to make eye contact. And it was hot as balls oh. in there. To the point that they actually had one of those little air conditioner units that sat in the corner. And if you listen to old audio, you can hear it in the back of interviews and all that. And I think of the the comedians and the people that we brought through there at times that must have been, what is this even on the air? What kind of, like the college stations had better studios than we did for sure. But he came in and we sat there and I remember looking at walks and watching Rhett tell stories. And he's like, this man, this not only is this something that I'm that I can work with and that I, I, I feel like I can as, as a radio guy, I can work with and play off of. I'm thinking if I'm listening right now, just as a fan, this is good. I'd, I'd be interested in this because he was talking about stuff that happened in the room, stuff that happened on the road. And it wasn't even story time yet. But the reaction was instant. And I told Kirsch, I'm like, that's, we got to make that something, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's got to be a thing. And and I don't know if we were really even considering bringing in other people. It was just such a mishmash at that point. It was just get on the air and fill the airtime. We don't know what we're doing. And then it became Warner Wednesdays. He came in every Wednesday for a while. And there were some other players that came through and it was no disrespect to any of those but it could be on me just wasn't it wasn't the same it wasn't as good the the chemistry all that sort of thing but every Wednesday and man we looked forward to it and I think he was looking forward to it and then for the start of the next season I think we went Monday Wednesday Friday and then I forget it became more beyond that and then they cut it back a little bit but then it was Monday to Friday Boomer and Warner in the morning and it was the best. It was. It was great. <laughs> so I'll play something because I'm gonna get choked up. <laughs> when you see me do this, yep. you, you you can help me out okay. today. Okay, yeah, I'll try. Which is also trying to stay out of the way as much is, as I can. No, you are, <laughs> you are, and it's gonna be hard for me. But no, I mean, it was. Um, It was the thing that I thought it could be. And it got popular. And and it was a rocket ship. Sponsors wanted in. People wanted in. We had great ratings. We were, from a sales standpoint, what, what else can we do? It was like a weekly thing. Is there something else you can do? Well, we're already doing... You know, hey, did you know what you want to talk about? Ask Rhett. 
all of these we're, we're there's so much well we could we could Going sell to events people want to be a part of it we've they've we've got a, t- a title sponsor for the show every update is sponsored everything i i think we were close to sold out we couldn't do any more in terms of ads or sponsorship on that show and and it just kept going from there and it was awesome and we're going to we're going to go through some of it today i'm trying to map out how we'll do it but uh as we go to break here the, for for people who have been along the entire way this is going to be about 3 minutes of stuff that you may recognize some, you may recognize, you may not recognize some of it, but over the years there's been just dumb clips, sounds, things that have become just the language of the show. And uh, as we go to break here, here's some of the uh, some of the things that made Boomer and Boomer and Warner in the morning uh, kind of what it was. I think I got your number. How many mushrooms have you had, brother? 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 <laughs> Gibson had diarrhea. You know, technology and stuff. Don't slow down in East Cleveland or you'll die. Oh, cocky! Let me have a Diablo sandwich of Dr. Pepper. Make it fast. I'm gonna goddamn hurt. How'd you like to be dead? Dude. Don't give me this sh- yeah. Where's the Hitchcock so fat? Mulberg, Warner, like, do these guys ever work? Jeff. 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 The left side. I my pants last night. <laughs> Give me your motorcycle. He had one of those tight t-shirts, and I said, whoa. My head blew off, Daddy. I hope that damn head was in it. Hey, Pat, f*** up. Yeah. Why you have to be mad? Royalty. J-E-T-E, Jets. Howdy, kids. Absolutely. Christian. There are radio hosts that are really good guys, and there are radio hosts that are dicks. Perfect for cold nights filled with warm conversations. I like the nuts. A little bit lazy. You Google it. Have we got any Nickelback fans in Portugal? Oh my god! If you're driving a Mercedes Benz, you got a f***ing dart in your neck. Bones. What's the Groundhog Day animal? Is it a, a groundhog? Yeah. I had 41 cores like Twilight's last movie. I just think I'm gonna barf. <laughs> No! I had a lot of diarrhea. Cannonball! My name is Eugene. Blood on the rubber. Not the day! Until it's cancelled, it's not cancelled. Surely the f we can deal with this! No! He was safe at No! 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 You could call me fat. How's your dog? Uh, he uh, <clears throat> pulled his pants down low during the game. I'm not against shooting the old duke. Funny, because I recall Ryan Pinder pumping Johnson really hard. Jimmy Timmy. Kapoya! Kapoya! Fireball. Oh, it looked like it. Mike scores. Good dumps. Beep. Hi. 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 Mr. Anderson. Nine times. Boom, they're so similar. Mm -hmm. It's really almost like apples and oranges. And Johnny Gaudreau's got another one. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Do the slam cat. My pants. 
Oh. Huh? I'm obviously very excited. Ain't nobody got time for that. Dang. This guy here is dead. This one's for Pat. He's got balls. I call that the turkey hole. Damn boy. Boomer is fat. Boomer is stupid. Boomer is a dink. Well. Yeah. <laughs> this is Judgment Day. That'll do it. We'll break. We'll come back. The Pinder Report, top of the hour, Stephen Brunt, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. You're listening to Boomer in the Morning with Ryan Pinder on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. My first memory of Red is when he walked in with a Star Wars costume at practice one day. Yeah. With him, him and his kid. Darth Vader. I don't even know if it was Halloween. <laughs> no. I don't think it was. No, it was no. January. Yeah, yeah. It was a regular day. That's why I remember it so well. <laughs> <laughs> it's, my, it's Michael Backlund. <laughs> the, the deal what was. A creature. Yeah, he, there's only one. Um, he'd had his... Uh, he and his wife had their their firstborn, mm. named him Luke. So oh. of course he shows up at practice wearing a Darth Vader suit because he's course. the fa- yeah yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was Halloween. No, it was January. All right. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the program. Our guest hotline is brought to you by Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar. 13-time Consumer Choice Award winner. Every dollar you spend, you will earn points towards free pizza. It's the rewards program. Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar. 6060 Memorial Drive Northeast. Boomer along with Matty Rose today. Coming up 7 o'clock, about 40 minutes from right now. Stephen Brunt, usually on a Thursday. Now we are mm-hmm. off tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You are off tomorrow. It's Canada Day. I guess day. that's how I need to. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I have a that's vacation day. You are just not working. Yeah, yeah. Any, anywho, uh, so Stephen, God love him, said, <laughs> asked, with it being your being your last day, and I know it's a Thursday, but can I come on? <laughs> yeah, you can come <laughs> on. So, and I look forward to talking to Steve. I always do, but um, yeah, well. He's been. A, he was an OG. Oh yeah. I think, I think he was with Mike, and I think has been with me every step of the way since, if I'm not mistaken, and that he would continue to do it. <laughs> I just don't get it. <laughs> if ever there was a chance, to be like, oh boy, uh, you know what? Uh, sorry guys, I uh, appreciate you got a new show, but maybe a new direction. But no, he's been there and he's been so good. So I'm happy to talk to him. Special guest as well, hour two, special guest hour three, and then we'll uh, we'll close it with uh, with more audio and plenty of audio for you today. If if you want the memory, a dumb stumble down memory lane, then we have got that for you uh, today for sure. Time for the Pinder Report. It's brought to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They'll meet and beat all competitor quotes. 51st Ave, 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. I'm Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Then it is my absolute pleasure, Boomer, because we had a trade in the NHL, a series finale in the MLB, NBA free agency opening up, which I know you're dialed in on. Mm-hmm. 
So let's dive into it. Stanley Cup champion parade in Denver begins this morning. 10 o'clock in the morning, the Colorado Avalanche will meander down the streets of Denver, having the time of their life, while us mortals scrounge for scraps of content on social media. Should be plenty of fun after several of the players looked a little bit banged up at the Rockies game yesterday. Yeah, I'm, I'm a truck. Keep those sunglasses on, fella, and most importantly... Just smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. <laughs> There's a Madagascar right That's it. I see that. Yeah, that's good. Smile and wave. Oh, what a film. That would have been right around the time you started the show. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think 05 is when that film came out. Um, the more you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how about a trade, Boom. Uh-huh. We have a trade to announce. The Wild sent Kevin Fiala to the LA Kings for a first-round pick and Brock Faber, a former 2020 second-round uh, pick. Fiala also signed a seven-year deal with a $7.875 million cap hit. He scored 33 goals, turns 26 on July 22nd. Minnesota's on the hook for $12.7 million in dead cap this year with the Suter and Parisi buyouts. Imagine playing a season at basically 85% of your salary cap. I feel for Bill Guerin, man, because it's not his doing, but he had no choice. I know his quote there yesterday, we're going to have to trade three other guys, I guess, to keep one guy. It just didn't make sense. That's rough because you you can see the the flashes there. And I just think what a great fit he is. He just feels like an L.A. King. He's going to he's gonna be terrific there. You look at the roster down the wings, especially if they get Adrian Kempe re-signed, and that's going to be a team with some serious depth and a whole lot of young prospects that they could use to either play or flip for other players. So that'll be something to monitor as we get through it. Uh, the Memorial Cup final was on Wednesday, Boom. It was an absolute day of utter joy. And the host St. John took on the Hamilton Bulldogs, the title of top team in major junior hockey on the line. Islanders prospect William DeFore named the tournament's top player and first star of the final game with a goal and an assist as St. John defeated the Bulldogs 6-3. No points for Flames prospect Jeremy Poirier or Yan Kuznetsov, but boom, but, 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 but they are both champions now. And, 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 uh-huh. we're expecting Jeremy Poirier to join the show, one of them, on Monday to talk yep. about being a champion, boom. Talked about him yesterday. He was one of those players that his skill was undeniable, but maybe fell in the draft a little bit just because he was just so raw. Mm-hmm. He would just—he was one of the, he'd skate through everybody and then come back into his own end and do it again just because he could. Right? For fun. He, it was just. But he's a defenseman, and can he learn the position? Can he actually play defense? And because of that. Some teams didn't feel like they wanted to give up or gamble with a pick, but we've seen Treliving at the draft over the years. He'll trade down a few spots, add another pick, trade down, add another pick, and it was a luxury they had. I look forward to seeing this guy. He's got that fiery orange hair. It'd be unbelievable oh, flame. It's he's waiting to happen. Up and down the ice, it's strange watching him because yeah. he just gallops everywhere. You're like, shouldn't there be another defenseman back here? But he's up there, and then he turns up. It's wild. But they, they signed him to that contract. Yep. Maybe before you see guys that are drafted where he was taken get contracts, but the skill's undeniable, and uh, the Flames really do see something there. And I, I'm excited to see if it can all come together because dynamic. Hamilton, St. John, Memorial Cup has come to an end. 
And that's pretty much it for hockey. Like, that's the end of the uh, hockey calendar. We're going to get a midsummer World Junior Tournament, which is going to be weird as hell, but then everything else is going to be normal. That's it, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. All right. All right. Oh, wait, we'll go to the diamond. Uh, Blue Jays, we're wrapping up a three-game set with the Boston Red Sox. Alec Manoa on the mound. Jays were looking for a sweep against the bothersome Sox. There's a whole bunch of stuff in here, but we're really going to just skip to bottom of the eight. Alejandro Kirk got plunked. Manoa was good. The bench is cleared. Vladdy jumped over the bench, and he was going to tussle. And then they all just got back in the dugouts and continued to play the baseball game. What? Are you into UFC? Anybody into the UFC? Because I was wondering, what weight class would Kirk be in? Is that like oh. super heavyweight? I don't know what that uh, weight division is. It's 265. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. Those are the well, big boys. Super heavyweight. Japanese super. sumo league? I don't know. What is Yeah. That said, uh, I'm just thinking cardio-wise, Kirk's going on to take that to the ground, right? You don't want to be, we're going to have to get yeah. down. Yeah, he's grounded. Get the grappling. Sure. Yeah. You, well, you get that weight on top of you? Good That's luck. Right. Good luck. You're going to choke the breath right out of you. Uh, bottom eight, Jays are down by one. 1-0. Sinking liner into left center field. Jackie Bradley Jr. dives and he can't make the catch. Zimmer turns the corner at third. He will come in to score. Tapia dives into second and he's safe. This game is tied 3-3. That would send the game to extra innings. So the Sox start with a player on second. That's fine. What was not fine was David Phelps walking the first two batters and then plunking the third. Scoring the go-ahead run. He would induce a double play on the next hit without allowing a run to score. So they only needed one more out to make it a one-run game going into the bottom of the 10th. The 1-1 pitch on a line to the gap in left center field. That's down for a base hit. In to score is Devers, right behind him, Martinez. It's Alex Verdugo stealing the show for the Boston Red Sox tonight. Verdugo, man, four RBI on two hits with a run scored and five at-bats. And frankly, not a fan because anybody who makes Ben Wagner sound sad is not a friend of mine. <laughs> That's Don't that, like that. Take it personal? Yeah, I do, frankly. Yeah, yeah I don't like that. Anyways, uh, Jays would try for the comeback. 1-1. One, one. Swinging a line drive up the right field line. That's a base hit going all the way to the wall. Chapman is in to score. Espinal goes to third on an RBI double for Kevin Vigio. It's a one-run game in the 10th. Big runs aboard for Springer. The 2-2. Swinging a ball blue. Back of second base. Retreating story. He's underneath it, and he makes the catch to finish the ball game. And the Red Sox survive. The rally by the Blue Jays here in the 10th and cling to a 6-5 win. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> Dang I, it. I know, right? Oh, f- oh, yeah. Fun game, though. Tough result. Jays take two or three from the Sox. They're a half game back of Boston in the AL East. One hit away from taking three in a row to a team that was hot coming in, whatever, eight in a row that they won. Yeah, we play great. We play great. Yeah. Yeah. And whatever eight in a row that they want. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Toronto is uh, back of the Sox now by a half game in the standings, but they are a game and a half up on their next opponent, the Tampa Bay Rays. The homestand continues with tonight's contest starting just after five. You can expect Yussi Kikuchi on the mound for Toronto tonight. Clean it up. They also officially signed Sergio Romo yesterday. He almost got into the game, boom. I wanted him to get in there. I know, yeah. A wiry man with the big beard. Hmm, would have been nice. Anyways, how do, you, how do you see that going? Poorly. Okay. Without good. a doubt. Yeah. Without a 
fraction of a doubt. <laughs> but still want to see it, right? It was like yeah, when Yager yeah, signed yeah. here, you were like, well, this is terrible, but let's find out if this is going to be at least fun to watch for like a couple games. Yeah. Well, mm, well. Yeah. Some basketball notes. Uh, NBA uh, free agency opens up at 4 o'clock today. That's weird. Yesterday, Adrian Wojnarowski reported that 76ers star James Harden is going to opt out of his option so that he can maybe resign and give the team some more money. Yeah. That's awesome. And Lou Dort, player option declined by the Oklahoma City Thunder because they're going to sign him long term, and he's a Canadian. We love that. Dort? Lou Dort. What do we think of free agency opening up at 4 o'clock? You got a dort in your neck. Uh, I don't know. I haven't. Uh, I'll be honest. I've not really paid that close of attention. But four o'clock, like that's a strange you know, start I, time for free agency, right? Like, shouldn't it be like ten a.m. so you can get all your work done during the day? But the thing is, ten a.m. like here, but it's nine in Pacific. You gotta be fair. But it's six o'clock out east. That's supper time. And you're trying to swing deals and sign contracts over supper. But you'd hold. Here's. I think it'd be good though if you were. Out here, you'd think, well, maybe they've eaten already. Maybe they had dinner before. Maybe some gravy with some potatoes. Maybe they're a little tired and dopey. Oh, maybe they had a couple cocktails. Yeah. And the old, maybe they can uh, take advantage of it. Signing hand is a little loose. Yeah, yeah get that pen out. Get what that about, pen out. What about nine years? Ooh, <laughs> okay. Did I say nine years? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're looking forward to that. CFL Week 4 begins tonight. Stampeders on a bye week, but the BC Lions and Nathan Rourke take their 2-0 record on the road to face the 0-2 Red Blacks. That'll get going at 5.30. Cavalry FC also in action. They're going out to the West Coast. They're getting set to face Pacific FC, the top two teams in the CPL, clashing at 7.30 tonight. Whoa. Uh-huh. Dumar, you wound up? Oh, yeah. I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to, uh, not to, not to jump in. No, by all means. But, Dumar, did you want to share, uh... Your experience from this morning? Oh yeah, let's do that. No, I'm not. It's not about me, but it just—it's <laughs> sharing is caring. This, this has been a show that you know put some work in, and it's kind of an anticipated all of that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I—I I mean, I was yesterday, two nights ago, I barely slept. Last night, barely slept. I got here nice and early this morning to get some stuff done. Uh-huh. And Dumas, you similarly, right? We're oh yeah, quite ratcheted up. Yeah, so ratcheted up that for the first time ever, I slept through an alarm. Oh, Dumas showed up like a minute before. <laughs> Thank God for Garrett, eh? Thank God for JVP. <laughs> Garrett Vanderplug. I get the text. He says, holy hell, bud. I slept, <laughs> I slept through my alarm. Uh, I, I heard that exactly in the Pat Dumas voice, too. You'll be well uh, rested holy for that cavalry game. That extra sleep you got. It's awesome. Oh, my goodness. Ah, you can sleep in tomorrow if you want. Oh, yeah. Across the pond, the two remaining Canadians in singles action. They have their second round matches today on court 12 on the women's side. Bianca Andrescu just getting underway in her match. And uh, Dennis. (laughs) He'll play after her match against someone. And the golf weekend begins today, boom. We take out our drivers. We tee up and... (laughs) That ball goes sailing up into the sky, holds there for a moment, and then... (laughs) The PGA Tour's down in Illinois at TPC Deer Run for the John Deere Classic. Adam Hadwin highlights a field of seven Canadians. The Live Golf Tour also has their first American event this weekend down in Portland, boom. Aren't you playing in that? Didn't you take the 150 mil? Yeah, that's... Are you on Bryson's team? I guess I can announce. We're already into the last show. I guess yeah, I can that's announce where he's it. I, I'm leaving Sportsnet to, to join the Live Tour. Nice. Congratulations. I know, I know it's controversial, but 
100 million is 100 million? Everybody mind your own money's money, man. In business, you know what I'm saying? Are you on Bryson's seat? The driver yes. sucks. The driver sucks, boom. Uh, someone throws 150 million. Uh, come on. What about Brooks? Brooks Put, oh, let's go, big boy. Come on, big boy! Put yourself in my shoes, right? Big boy! Somebody throws 150 million at you, what are you going to say? You got 160? Ethics, schmethics, right? <laughs> what I always say. Yeah, let them know. There's a shotgun start for the tournament. It'll uh, happen later today. That's it. That's all I got. And good night that's and it. good luck to you, sir. That's your pin report. Oh, well, there it is. Pin report brought to you by MotorWorks, exceeding all expectations. BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They'll meet and beat all competitors' quotes. 51st Ave, 3rd Street, Southeast. Um, You're welcome. Stephen Brunt coming up. The uh, the fan feedback line is open and, and jammed. It's uh, 960, really? 960. Uh it's awesome. Uh, th- that's the one thing people would always say. Do you take uh, so? Do you take phone calls? Do you take calls? And it goes back to when Jay was here. He's like, "We're not doing phones. <laughs> like, we cannot do phones. We're just, just no. You can't do it." Um, but the text line has been the fuel for this program over the years. There's been so much good stuff, and it allows us to kind of go through and and filter some of the good ones and and you know filter some of the not so good ones. Um, but it's amazing, man. Um, I want to read this one. I'm going to try and get through it. Uh, good morning, Boom. 2018, I had a big anxiety problem. It limited my ability to do normal daily tasks. I had to take time off. I became housebound. One of the things my therapist told me to do was listen to music. I tried, and it didn't help, so I tried podcasts instead. Being a casual listener to the morning show on 960, I was delighted to see that it was available on Apple Podcasts. Your show was something to look forward to every day that I could count on to give me a good laugh. And realize I should not take such a life and death approach to the world, so to speak. Either it was the COVID brackets, the hated you knows, the Christmas drinking shows, the fights with Pinder, or the Western night montages. I always look forward to the great content, sports or otherwise, that you and the fan delivered. I eventually brought you with me back to work, and it helped me get my life back on the rails. From the bottom of my heart. I want to say thank you for helping me through that dark time in my life. It finishes with, I will miss you dearly and hope to see <laughs> you pop up somewhere else here soon. boy, Maddie. Thank you. Thanks, Boomer, on behalf of the entire city of Calgary Don't and myself. Don't say his name. See you soon, buddies. There you go. Um, unbelievable, right? That's... I don't... Uh, I don't have a... I don't have a... That 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 this show does that, it means everything. That's so crazy mm-hmm. to me. Um, but that is, and if and if it doesn't mean that much to you, that's okay too. But if you've been <laughs> along over the years, that so that's that's unbelievable. And I I I should know because I loved radio. That's why I got in it. I had that connection as a young kid. I knew from an early age what I wanted to do, and I didn't know it was going to be this. But I, you listen. And it goes with you in your car, your headphones, wherever you go, and you just naturally get, and it's easier now, you just kind of make a, a connection. And I think that's why people, because all you do is talk, and we haven't been overly serious. We don't get too, sometimes it does, and I like to think that when it comes time to to either be serious, whether it's uh, newsworthy or tragedy or whatever, that we can do that. Mm-hmm. But it's just been real. I think 
the one thing we do, we prepare for the show, but we, it's it's not scripted. <laughs> kind of what you hear is what you get, and and when I hear stuff like that, it makes me uh, makes me know we did the right thing. One of the uh, little audio here for you. This is from 2014. It's and the only reason I know that March 25th, 2014. This was one of the first times. Which again is well in well into it, but I just remember at that point, this this caused a stir, and it was one of the first times. Now there have been a few stirs over the years, but this was one that made some noise here in Calgary and in the province. And I got credit slash bleep for it, <laughs> and had nothing to do with it. It was our producer upstairs who decided after a lopsided Calgary Flame win in the Battle of Alberta oh, no. to put a little montage together. Oh, no. I have not, I've never oh, said his I name. I know what this is. And I will take it to the grave, but for those that have been around forever, this one got people, <laughs> a certain few people steamed to the point they complained to the National Hockey League about it that we stopped playing it for the first time in probably eight years here is gola down in the middle as he gets in close backhander he scores the line with a wrist shot deflected he scores saturday night at rexall started out fine but where did the puck end up going eight times in your goal Continue to pile it on. You felt pretty cocky getting on the board first until Mark Giordano caused the bubble to burst on your goal. And he scores! G-O-A-L goal. Mark Giordano <laughs> goal. Off the iron and in. It's 1 1. Scores! Curtis Lindcross. Scores! Lindcross. shot. He scores! Time after time you drafted first pick, but you let go of Glenn Cross and he got a hat trick on your goal. Curtis Glenn Cross! G-g-g-g-goal. His third goal of the night! When your coach got splashed, he was mad we could see, but oh, there's a shot from Camilleri in your goal. Scores! G-g-g-g-goal. Mike Camilleri again! I love the West Garth. <laughs> there you go, buddies. Gola back from 2014. We'll break. We'll come back with Stephen Brunt, Sportsnet 960, the fan.